You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. On radio, the original social media, our 26th year on the air. This is Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, August 20th, 2021. Nothing special happened. So many years ago, I don't want to tell you how many because it makes me feel that much older. Christopher Graveline was born. Happy birthday. Uh, we already did this week in tech history. Yeah, I know. Well, you're <laughs> also just, tech history. So yeah, this is true. HBD to Chris. THX. Okay. Some tech news and commentary before we get to Joe in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, who listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcasts and wants to participate, as do several others. So stay tuned, because when we hear you on the air, you win prizes. That's all it takes. Just participate. And you win. What do you got? Just about anyone who's used the HBO Max app uh, on the TVs knows that despite having, in my opinion, one of the best catalogs of content, the app itself is just terrible. It's clunky. It crashes. It can be hard to navigate. Uh, one user even tweeted out, quote, it looks like the app was created as if they were mad at you for using it. Ah, well, that's an interesting way to put it. And yeah. We're not talking about our app. We're talking about the HBO uh, Max. HBO Max. App. Yeah. Now, it seems Warner Media has heard the complaints. And you know what? Apparently, we hurt their feelings. Aww. <laughs> oh, the poor Warner Media execs. Yeah. In, in an interview, an anonymous senior Warner Media executive said that it was extremely painful oh, to pff. deal with all the jokes being made on Twitter. But wait, now wait a minute. <laughs> I had heard, in fact, I think you told me this a while back, that this wasn't a from the ground up app, right? So that th they didn't design a new app for HBO Max. Right. And that's what they're saying. The flaws are due to the fact that the HBO Max app was built on top of the remnants of the HBO Go and HBO Now apps, ah. both of which were already bad. <laughs> uh, supposedly, HBO is working on a major update to the app with the exec saying, uh, we will update all TV related apps in the next four to five months. The changes should come first to Roku and PlayStation. Apple TV customers will have to wait until the end of the year, while the rest of the customers, including me on Firestick, will only see the update sometime in 2022. Oh, great. Yeah, because we're not talking about just an app that might be on your phone. Right. We're talking about apps that are frequently now built into your smart TVs. Yeah. Because that's how I have watched HBO Max once I fought with the app and finally got a movie going that I wanted to see. Wow. You know, and you got it on a Vizio, so you'll probably be one of the last to get it because they yeah. seem to not have apps for Vizio <laughs> until after everybody else has been taken care of. That's true. Now, my Sony TV might get it sooner. Probably. I don't know. But, wow. That's terrible. Yeah. But again, oh, those poor yeah, Warner poor, Media. Their poor feelings. Their poor feelings were hurt. People, don't do that. <laughs> Although I do love the memes that say, bring back the mean tweets and at least the... Uh, the non-inflation and the, yeah, dollar seventy-eight gas, etc. But that's a whole other story for an into politics show that yeah. we don't do. Right. Twitter introduced a new test feature this week that allows users to report misinformation that they've run into on the platform, flagging it to a company as misleading. 
Twitter's interestingly named safety team, said, quote, We're testing a feature for you to report tweets that seem misleading as you see them. Starting today, some people in the U.S., South Korea, and Australia will find the option to flag a tweet as it's misleading after clicking on report tweet. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong with that? I'm sure that won't be misused in any way, right? Yeah, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, my gosh, it's bad enough where they're labeling things that are wrong anyway from these so-called fact checkers that get their information from Snopes or Snoops or Snopey, whatever that we've learned is also wrong, that now they're just going to have everybody and anybody Mark something is misleading. Well, you know what the cure for that is? Stay get off, off Twitter. Yeah, stay off anti-social media. Yeah. <laughs> At Jack, you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, now, I'll, now I'll get banned from Twitter again for hurting his feelings. I mean, the only the only social account I have anymore is Facebook, and I barely use that. And that's really just because it's, I, you know, I use that to keep in touch with family that I haven't seen in years. Other than that, I... Why I haven't you seen family in years? You know the family. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, how many of them sent you happy birthday greetings? Um, none. None. Whoa. Well, smack them around a bit. Yeah. You've had more birthday greetings from our listeners than you have from family. I have. So thank you, because our listeners are the family. That's that, true. That's the family I actually like. Love. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd go so far as to say the family you love. Yes. I heart you. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening, well, I heart you. We are on several <laughs> I heart stations, but yeah. also several others. So right. don't don't exclude the others now. Oh, okay. How about I just, <laughs> I love you. Okay, I love you. Are into tomorrow listeners. That's a pretty big word, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow. Microsoft's upcoming release of Windows 11 will make it harder to switch default browsers and ignores browser defaults in new areas of the operating system. While Microsoft is making many positive changes to the Windows 11 UI, the default apps experience is a step back, and browser competitors like Mozilla, Opera, and Vivaldi are concerned. In Windows 11, Microsoft has changed the way you set default apps. Like Windows 10, there's a prompt that appears when you install a new browser and open a web link for the first time. It's the only opportunity to easily switch browsers, though. Oh, so you better be prepared for that. Yeah, unless you select Always Use This App... The default will never be changed. Apparently, Microsoft has forgotten about the massive antitrust lawsuit from many years ago when they were found to be doing a very similar thing in shutting out their competition. Um, I've even reported on that in This Week in Tech History, how they offered to even buy a share of Mosaic Communications, who made the Netscape browser, if they would agree to stop making Netscape for for Windows. Yep. And that caused Microsoft a lot of money. Yeah. Apparently they forgot, but you know they, they seem to have more money now, so they, they need to unload it. So I guess they're just inviting another lawsuit. I wonder how long it'll take the European Union to jump on that one. Yeah, probably not long. <laughs> because they're the first to jump into all these things to protect their citizens. What's wrong with our people? Uh-huh. Well, I tell you, one of the things that's wrong with our people, kind of related when you mentioned the different browsers, I happen to have had to call the Social Security Administration the other day. And boy, was that fun. First of all, because their chat is just a chat bot. So you ask a question, and it gives you 100 answers that don't pertain anywhere close to your question. And there's no live human being that you can ask the question of. So the only thing you can do is call them. And then you're on hold for 40 minutes or so. And then you get this bimbo, Jessica, who picked up the phone finally. Careful with that word. That got you banned from Twitter. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I got in trouble for Twitter by calling uh, Cardi B a bimbo. It was accurate, but fine. I wore it as a badge of honor. So then, yeah, so then this woman comes on, and, and we're talking about, okay, uh, first thing I said to her is, I'm online, 
at your website, logged into my Social Security account or whatever the heck they called it, and I'm having trouble finding such and such. And she says, well, do you have access to the Internet? (laughs) And I said, Jessica, did you hear what I said just now? I'm online on your website in my account. How else would I do that? If I don't have access to the Internet. Well, sir, because some people are just on the Safari, and I think Firefox is the only other browser that, that there is, and, and it's very confusing to a lot of people. And I went, first of all, there's many, many more browsers than just Safari and Firefox, she's number not, one. Number two. not an into tomorrow, listener. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Well, it, it was painful. It was very painful. And she ended up still not being able to get me the correct information. So that's our Social Security. That's the government. They're here to help. <laughs> not. Yeah. Amazon's $100 billion quarter has gotten a bit sour after the company got hit with a record 746 million euro fine, or $886 million, for violating the EU's privacy rules. We were uh, talking about this a minute ago. Yes, how about um, that? According to Amazon's regulatory filing, the decision was made on July 16th by Luxembourg's data protection authority, CNPD, which claimed that Amazon's processing of personal data did not comply with the EU's GDPR, or General Data Protection Regulation, rules. Amazon said, we believe the CNPD's decision to be without merit and intend to defend ourselves vigorously in this matter. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the 746 million euro fine would be the largest ever imposed for violation of EU's GDPR rules. Well, that'll certainly cut into the funds for Jeff Bozos to go to space again. Yeah. As a tourist. Uh Almost space. Right. Kind of space, a little bit space. I think more space in his head, but anyway. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll help pay to send him up there if Once. he won't come back. A one-way trip? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, that's pocket change for Amazon. So yeah. in the long run, they don't care. But they're going to vigorously fight it. Good uh-huh. luck with that. Yeah. And good luck to the EU because they should be on them because that's absurd. Google has rolled out a beta camera switches feature for Android 12, allowing developers to tap six facial gestures for device control mapping. The functionality could help people with disabilities, which is very cool, to be able to control their phones by smiling, raising their eyebrows, or making other facial gestures. And it might end up, in the long run, not only helping folks with disability, but instead of having to search for an emoji... Wouldn't it be cool to just smile or raise your eyebrows or shrug your shoulders and boop, the right emoji pops up? Yeah. I, that's what I think I would use. I like, to, yeah. I like emojis. What's wrong with emojis? A lot of people go, what? Emojis? That's so yesterday. I'm more a fan of the animated GIFs. Well, yeah, boy, you are. That's for sure. Anytime I, I, any of us send a, a text to Chris, he, we always stand by for a response and an animated GIF. I mean, I have a couple of friends where I've had just entire conversations using nothing but animated GIFs back and forth. <laughs> God, that's sad. Yeah. You, you guys really need a life. <laughs> Apple expects to revive in-store classes at some point in the U.S. and Europe at the end of the month, they say, with the caveat that plans could change in areas where COVID-19 cases are rising. The retailer launched the Today at Apple program four years ago to teach fans how to use Apple devices and software. Gee, you'd you'd think they'd just make their products easier to use and not need classes. But they Mm -hmm. actually admit the Today at Apple was to teach you how to make Apple devices and software easier. I, I don't understand this. 
why not just make it easier? Exactly. I mean, and they I, I, don't need classes, which they, they maybe even they charge for them. I don't know. But they get you in their stores. Well, that's why then they upsell you. Yeah. yeah. And then you got to buy your accessories, and they highly recommend this and this and this, and, and it makes everything so much easier if you also bought that. And please, Ay. Apple doesn't have enough money already. Uh-huh. <laughs> MasterCard is phasing out the use of magnetic stripes on its credit and debit cards over the next decade as the industry moves towards more secure or convenient alternatives like chips and contactless payments. It says it'll be the first payments network to phase out the tech, which dates back to the 1960s. MasterCard says the transition will start in 2024, when the stripe will no longer be required on new cards in regions like Europe, where the chip cards have already been widely used. Uh, Now, in the U.S., where the adoption of chip payments has been slower, the transition won't start until 2027. From 2029, no new MasterCard debit or credit cards will come with a magnetic stripe, and they say they'll be gone completely by 2033. Well, first of all, the stripes are just a pain anyway. I learned the hard way, not once, but twice, going to CT scanners or MRIs or whatever it was, that all my cards were wiped (laughs) because, of course, they're giant magnets, and the giant magnet erased everything that was on the little strip. Well, and I was thinking about it. I don't know that I've used the magnetic stripe on any of my cards in years. I mean, I'm always using the chip. Of course. And and you want to use the chip. It is safer. It is more secure. It's faster. You don't need a pin. I mean, there's all the right reasons. So, good. But for them to to take 10 years to ultimately do away with it, that's a little nuts. Joe in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast. Say, Joe. I don't have air conditioning in my house, only in my bedroom. I'd like to have a TV in the bedroom. My needs are different, though. I'm totally blind, and I don't care if it has a 57-inch screen or an 890-inch screen. I don't care if it doesn't have any screen at all. (laughs) I just want a TV with an antenna or an area that you can put an antenna connecting to it so I can watch TV in my bedroom with my air conditioning. I wonder if you could recommend anything. Well, Joe, if you're totally blind, then you might as well save some money and buy the TV with the smallest and worst quality image and maybe spend that money on a sound bar that can give you much clearer and better sound instead. For example, whereas Sony sells an 85-inch 4K smart TV for over $2,000, You could just buy a 24-inch Insignia 720p TV, which will take up a lot less room and has poorer image quality, but that won't bother you. And instead, just pay $120. I'd go for the $120. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that may leave you enough uh, money to buy a Samsung soundbar with a standalone subwoofer for $150. Whoa, so then you're going to even feel the bass. Yeah, so you still wouldn't break $300, and you'd trade image quality for sound quality, which seems much more sensible in your case. Now, there are plenty of TVs that will hover roughly around that price point, some at least 1080p if you care. Uh, Most will be smaller in size, around 22 to 24 inch. But in your case, a small size is probably a bonus, since the only advantage of larger TV is a larger picture size, which you won't be needing. Exactly. Now, unless there's someone else, Joe, that you're sharing the bedroom with that is sighted and wants to see while you're hearing, that's a different story. Now you might get a bigger screen, at least. But still, imagine... $120 $120 versus 2000 and you're better off with what you want. So I hope that that was of some help to you. 
do let us know what you end up going with because it'll help others listening with a similar situation. Intotomorrow.com. Let's all meet there, shall we? Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, Blue Pills Direct can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you can get the same results you need for only $2 per pill? That's right. Call today and receive 50 blue pills or 50 yellow pills for only $99. That's only $2 per pill and saves you almost $500 from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 888-914-4247 today and finally have those breathtaking, toe-curling moments again and again. Call 888-914-4247 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 888-914-4247. That's 888-914-4247. Call 888-914-4247. Welcome back into tomorrow. Coming up in our next segment, we'll be chatting with Matei Persolia. He's the CEO and co-founder of a company called Protectus Technologies. They offer an affordable and easy-to-use solution to monitor your car's security and location from your phone. Yeah, very cool. Don't want to miss that one. Recovery after surgery can be slow. A 3D-printed neck brace can help speed recovery. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Some cancer patients need surgery to remove lymph nodes from their necks to help prevent the spread of the disease in their bodies. After the procedure, many patients experience stiffness and reduced mobility that can last for years. Physical therapy can help, but doctors don't have a reliable way to evaluate neck movement, which is necessary to determine the right type of treatment. Researchers at Columbia have built a robotic neck brace that uses 3D printing and inexpensive sensors to create a system that evaluates patient mobility with precision. This information could help doctors track a patient's recovery, detect subtle changes as they develop, and determine which sort of physical therapy would be most effective in speeding recovery after the surgery. This is just one more example of how digital health tech is creating personalized medical care based on specific individual needs. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Alfred. Always know where your glucose is headed and how. Be sure to visit dexcom.com for more information. The cool Into Tomorrow hot summer giveaway is well underway, but there's still plenty of time for you to participate and win some of the fabulous prizes. Like how about a cut and go? This is Into Tomorrow branded emergency seatbelt cutters and window breakers. They sent us a hundred of these to share with you, so never be trapped in an accident. From Vox Electronics, we've got a 10.1-inch high-res in-vehicle digital smart TV overhead monitor system valued at $700. 
Uh, from OWC, we've got Envoy Pro Electron 1 terabyte USB-C SSDs and USB-C travel docks to simplify your mobile connectivity. Another of our most popular items from Tivic Health, the ClearUp microcurrent device to help relieve congestion from colds, flu, and allergies with carrying cases. And this just in, they sent us more of them because so many of you are requesting them. They want to support us and our audience. So there you go. You may win one of those. From TypeWise, if you're an Android user, they've got promo codes for a lifetime subscription to TypeWise custom keyboards for Android devices. And Car Keys Express, if you're like me and you lose your keys, they've got key and remote replacement kits for many popular vehicles. If you have any difficulties with your cell phone signals whilst driving, WeBoost has you covered. And they sent us a drive sleek single user vehicle cell phone signal booster. As a matter of fact, they sent three of them to share with you. They are $200 a piece. All you have to do to win is participate on the show by calling in at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Use the audio option on the free Into Tomorrow app or click that Ask Dave microphone on our site at intotomorrow.com. We want you to win, so do participate. We just want to hear you on the air, and voila, you win. Stay tuned. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-539-9460. That's 1-800-539-9460. 1-800-539-9460. United we stand. 1-800-539-9460. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning Into Tomorrow. We thank you even more when you call in and participate. Perhaps you've got any questions at all or comments about a recent guest or a product that we're talking about or just a question in general about consumer tech. We want to hear from you. And you can join us anytime, 24-7, not just when you hear the broadcast the next time. Call us at your convenience. And, of course, the old-fashioned way still works. Toll-free from anywhere in North America, 1-800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or now you can visit us on any device with a browser and a microphone. So your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, anything with a browser and a mic. And click on the little microphone that says Ask Dave when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Submit a question or comment or help for another listener that way. Or, of course, the Into Tomorrow app. It's free in your app store, and you can participate that way. There's a little message to studio button. Either way, we try to make it as easy as possible for you to join us on the program 
and win prizes for doing so. Many of our guests and sponsors, other friends of the program, are frequently sending us their products to share with you. And we like to promote them on the air and give them away to you. So you get all kinds of great opportunities to have some cool consumer tech when you participate on Into Tomorrow. Our next guest's company offers an affordable and easy-to-use solution to monitor your car's security and whereabouts from your phone. The CEO and co-founder of Protectus Technologies is Matei Persolia. Matei, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Thank you, Dave. I'm great. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, it's a pleasure. We're always looking for cool products and things that make life easier for us, and especially if it's a product that can help us locate something of value. And certainly one's vehicle uh, would be something of value. Tell me a little bit first about Protectus Technologies, uh, the, as you co-founded that company and, and our CEO of it. Yeah, so Protectus Technologies was started in 2014, as a startup, we saw a gap in the market of offering uh, easy-to-use solution um, to notify customers in case of all security-related events related to their cars. Uh, at the time, there was not any like very easy-to-use solution like to install it yourself. And we wanted to offer the market something that you can do it yourself at home and have a nice-to-use app. So really easy to use and get notified in case of any security events. And that's good because, let's face it, a lot of people say, well, of course I want to protect my car or I want to know where it is if my son or daughter has borrowed it and they're out for the evening or something. Maybe that's a reason enough to do it. But to be able to do it themselves makes life so much easier because you don't have to get involved with an installer and paying prices. Now, granted, I'm assuming that there's some limited uh, connectivity or limited features. Uh, I mean, if you have a full-fledged installed security system that gives you a lot of detail, that's that's a separate scenario. But in this case, uh, if you have the ability to just plug something in, I'm guessing to the OBD port that's on uh, all cars these days. So now tell me about CarLock, which does just that. So CarLock. Uh-huh. Uh, a quick look there on the video. <laughs> okay. Basically, you, you receive this box at home, and it's a small device. Install it yourself into your OBD port. We also have some power adapter cables. You can also hardwire if you want or uh-huh. change the place of connection. And we also offer an extension cable if you want to like, uh, place it somewhere else. And basically, you activate your account using a card like this and download your app for iOS or Android. And you basically take a drive for the GPS to connect and you're set up. So um, when you put the system in arm mode, it will send you a notification in case of a vibration detection of the car engine being started, the car being moved or towed away. And also you can use an accessory that's called the car lock tag. And it automatically um, arms or disarms the system based on your location. So once you come near to your car, it will automatically disable these notifications. And once you leave the car, uh, it will enable them again. So oh, wow. to make it more automated for you and user-friendly even more. 
That's convenient. So am I, can I assume that that's perhaps a, a Bluetooth functionality there? So as you get close yes. to the car, 30, 35 feet, uh, it's now saying disarm and don't have to do anything, right? Do we have to have the app right. open in order for that to happen? Or? No, no, no. It's, it, it works automatically. Excellent. So Excellent. We're trying to make it as simple as possible yeah. for our users and user-friendly. So uh, try to make it assistant smart. Yeah. And we introduced you saying that it's an affordable and easy-to-use solution. So what are we talking price-wise for folks? Yeah. Uh, and again, those listening on the radio, visit us at intotomorrow.com, and you'll see the video, and you'll see Car Lock in action, uh, as we want to show it to you as well. And then you'll see just how easy it is to use. So what are we talking price-wise in U.S. dollars? Yeah, it's forty nine ninety five. Uh You can buy it on Amazon. And then is a monthly subscription fee of $9.6 per month that covers all of the connectivity of the device because it has a SIM card inside that's already covered and all of the service fees and everything. And there are no hidden activation or any kind of hidden fees. And you also get a 30 days free trial for the service once you purchase the, the unit. Oh, okay. So and I'm sure most people... are trying to be as tr- transparent as possible with the pricing. Yeah. Sure. And I'm, I'm saying that I'm guessing most people during that first 30 days will see the advantages of being able to know where their car is at all times. The vibration alert is helpful as well. Uh, you mm. probably want to know if somebody slammed their car door into yours. You know, I know that it upsets yeah. me. I'm sure it upsets everyone. Uh, but at least you have an opportunity to take a look at the vehicle and see if anything happened. Uh, and just the ability uh, to very conveniently, without having to do anything, arm and disarm the system, basically, uh, because we've approached the car or, or leaving the car. So for just under $50 and just under 10 bucks a month for the subscription, you'll see these advantages. Uh, let's talk for a minute about the OBD port. Uh, where is that typically located for most people who perhaps haven't even heard of it, which is uh, onboard diagnostics, I believe, right? Is <laughs> what OBD yeah, stands yeah, yeah. for. So mostly it's uh, near your beyond the steering wheel, near your knees somewhere. And you can also visit our website and fill out the form of your brand, car, uh, our brand and model, and we will send you a photo of the location where it should be in your car so you can double check before you buy it. Oh, well, that's, ve- that's very handy, too. I don't know of too many other companies that will actually do that. So kudos to you guys for that. Because I do notice on your site at uh, carlock.co, not .com, carlock.co, uh, CO, uh, will it work with my car? So you can fill in the, the brand and the model and the model year and that sort of thing. Uh, does it work pretty much with most cars? Or are there some in particular that it's just not going to work with? So for the classic cars or cars older than 1997, you need to use the power adapter. So it's a little harder to self-install it. I mean, if you're handy with the electronics of car electronics, you can do it yourself. But uh, with others, uh, we have some issues with the engine started notifications with hybrid cars and electric cars because the system is a little different. Yeah. The device recognizes the change in voltage of the battery. So... Basically, with some electric cars and hybrids, it's better to check on our website before purchasing the unit. Okay, that's very good. It's and just that notification that's problematic, the engine started notification, because of the little different setup of the how the car battery is wired. 
Sure, but everything else will work regardless, right? The, the GPS location especially. Uh, and that's why I'm, I'm mentioning to those who perhaps loan the car, not just to their kids, but to your spouse. Hmm, there's something. Uh, or to anyone else who might be driving your car or any other car in the family uh, to be able to install one of these and just have some peace of mind to know where they are. Uh, and what's happening. And the fact that it'll also indicate engine start, that's also good. It's like, oh, they didn't, my son didn't ask permission to take the car. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm getting a notification that the engine has started. So perhaps some investigation ensues. Uh, but that's very, very handy to have as well. It seems to me that there are several uh, features that makes car lock a bit different than from some of the many GPS trackers that are on the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you use a GPS tracker like a classic one, it will not you will not get the notifications, these specific events in case of security. Um, we also have hard driving notifications, like if you have a, if you have a teenage driver, you get a driving score and hard braking, harsh acceleration, oh. harsh ordering events also. Wow! So these notifications are something that is differentiating us. Um, and everything is again very easy to use. So, well, it's it's really cool to see that you guys are focused mostly on security, but theft prevention, of course, uh, and some of these other features and use cases that you've talked about are very handy. Uh, I know one of the devices that my son uses in his car that we've talked a lot about on the show doesn't do half of what you say yours does. So uh, we should probably be able to uh, to compare the two, and we'll do that. That and would then, be awesome. And then talk more about it on the air to our audience to let them know. And I believe they might be around the same price, but if you can get many more features for something, you might want to look into something else. In this case, carlock.co for more info. Uh, you've got to be proud, I'm sure, of the accomplishments that you guys have, have been able to do uh, over the past few years, especially to make things easy and affordable. Yeah, I mean, I'm most, mostly proud of the success stories we had with our customers. So customers reporting us like, thanks, guys, you know, I was able to retrieve my car. Or, for example, there was a customer who took the car to the mechanic and they were doing some joyriding and caused a little damage with the car and then she called them what's going on and she arrived there and the the mechanic shop paid like the whole complete uh, fixture of everything and she was really happy about it so we 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 put that on some blog post on our website Uh, we also have a case of a break-in, so somebody was able to prevent the theft, and there was also a car that was damaged, and uh, based on a nearby camera, because the vibration was detected at a specific time, they were able to see on the camera that was nearby at exactly the same time which car like hit the car. So Excellent. these success stories are, are the things that are driving us to to you know, improve the product, try to do even better because we are really giving some value to our customers. So. Oh, for sure. And that yeah. sort of reminds me then, uh, my last question, because we're quickly running out of time, uh, is there a CarLock 2.0 expected? And if so, what kinds of additional features might you expect to provide? Uh, maybe a dash cam, maybe uh, an inside vehicle camera of some sort? What other things would you like uh, CarLock to be able to do, perhaps on your next iteration? Yeah, we, we are we are planning something. It's it's some something harder related again to make it smarter. 
but uh, I cannot disclose anything yet. Oh, come on! I, I won't tell anyone. But no, I can I can appreciate that. <laughs> obviously, for for business and marketing. I, I will purposes. send you something as soon as that some, something is ready to you know deal. And that way we can talk about it as well and uh, and be able to let folks know that there are even some additional features available or a new product. And we're always uh, talking about products available today and into tomorrow, thus uh, that question. So uh, we appreciate, Mate, you uh, t- spending a few minutes with us. You have something very good there that I think can help a lot of people, uh, can probably help a lot of divorce attorneys too, but we won't get into that. Uh, the, fact, <laughs> the fact is you can always know where your V vehicles are. Be sure to check out carlock.co, just like it sounds, carlock, L-O-C-K, dot C-O. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we look forward to chatting with you again, and and, uh, let's stay in touch. You've got some good stuff going on. We want to help let the world know about it. Thank you, Dave. It was a pleasure. It's our pleasure. carlock.co for more. We'll get you there, of course, as always, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com, and you'll see what Matei and his team are up to on a very regular basis and new products as they come out. Meantime, I'm Dave Graveline, inviting you to stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Hi guys, back to Cameron Graveline, and if you have any questions about tech, don't forget to ask Dave so he can ask me. Call 800-899-INTO or use the free Into Tomorrow app. Now back to the guys. (laughs) Thank you, Cameron. I think that's funny. He wants you to use the Ask Dave button, so we'll ask him how to answer the question. Well, my favorite part is still not, it's not back to Into Tomorrow, it's back to Cameron Graveline. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. I'm telling you, he keeps looking at our logo and asking when his name is going to take over where my name is. And I said, not soon enough. The sooner the better. But he's only nine. Yeah, we, ha- we have child labor laws in the state. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, but by the way, he told me to tell you happy birthday. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. From us in Miami, Florida, to our farthest away affiliates in Alaska, Sharon in Fairbanks listens on News Radio 970 KFBX, and we love you for it, calling in using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Sharon. Is there something like a nook or another device that'll read the books instead of buying them on like audible because not all books are, are on audible i want something that'll read a book for somebody that can't read well sharon great question now the nook itself is capable of reading aloud the text on the screen but it's a little rough around the edges you'd really need to enable the feature in the accessibility options and it will read select paragraphs rather than the whole book at a time 
Now, Kindles, unfortunately by Amazon, do better. They will read the book, but they will read in a pretty annoying mechanical voice. Think of something like a phone's smart assistant with the wrong inflection, wrong stops and starts. It's not very enjoyable, but they'll do it. Yeah, computers can do it too, but much like with Kindles, it'll be mechanical and not natural, so you might not enjoy it. Uh, If you want a spoken book, really the only good options now are books that are read by people. Uh, If you don't want an Audible subscription, you can try Audiobooks Now, Downpour, Audiobooks.com, or for free, public domain audiobooks, LibriVox, L-I-B-R-I-V-O-X. Now, your public library should also include an online audiobook option that you can take advantage of. Yeah. Now, Sharon, keep listening because our listeners are the best in the world. If you've got other suggestions for Sharon, do let us know. 800-899-INTO. Attention Medicare beneficiaries! Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. This is Into Tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in during our 26th year on the air. This for the weekend of Friday, August 20th, which happens to be your birthday. Woo-hoo. Happy birthday. I'm Thanks. Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys.com, providing the 24-7 stream of Into Tomorrow on our website at intotomorrow.com and on our free apps. We certainly hope, nay, we pray that you, yes, you listening, receive our free once-a-week tech newsletter. If not, please do me a personal favor and sign up. It's really very easy. We don't spam anybody. We don't share your email address with anyone. We haven't in 26 years. We're not going to start now. Just sign up when you visit intotomorrow.com. A little box pops up, hopefully, and you put only your email address in there. Then check your email. Be sure to check your spam filter as well, just in case, and click the link because it's a double opt-in program because we don't spam anyone then suddenly voila you'll be getting it we got lots of cool stuff including go figure tech news who's on the show this week some hmm thoughts to make you smile and a weekly tech tip this week with all new technology these days it's so convenient to spend your money just make sure you're taking precautions to not make it so convenient for thieves to get to your money oh yeah and apple's tablet may seem like a supersized iphone but it has some unique features even the most seasoned ios veteran must learn all this week in the Into Tomorrow Tech Newsletter. Sign up at intotomorrow.com. <laughs> 